Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world, it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Ain't no thing like me, Seth Lee. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Matt's coming. No. When do we start? Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. How go- there we go. There. That sound that's better. No, we're back. We're yes. we're, we're up and functioning. Um, some small children messed with the recording equipment over the weekend, and we're recovering from their tornado. I mean, it's mostly you recovering and me watching you and laughing. There we go. Recovered tornado. Oh, don't, that's something to joke about. There's some bad tornadoes right now in the like I think it was Arkansas. Is that the one where like there was like a truck that flipped over and they just kept on? Driving? Oh yeah, that, no, that was in Texas. But yes, I showed you that video, didn't I? It might have been you, yeah. Yes. Found that to be tremendous. I mean, if I were the Chevy people, because it was a Chevy truck, I would reach out to them and like offer them a new truck if I could use the video of your truck flipping over and then play like a rock by Bob Seeger, which they always did for Chevy. Like, look at this. Our trucks are so tough they can withstand tornadoes. Like a rock. <laughs> Great. I'm so glad. Why are you glad? I don't know. Like a rock. Speaking of. No, we're not doing it. No, I was just going to say, though, there's a cutout of The Rock in our local supermarket. Is and it, there? Yes, there is. I thought you were talking about a standee. The Rock's reaction to Will Smith, which we will not be discussing because I don't care about middle-aged men slapping each other. Uh, well, no. Nope, but, we're no, not talking no, about I'm it. Don't care. The, if the, Why is there a standee of The Rock in the grocery there's, store? Uh, it's like a new energy drink. And I'm like, if this is like life-size, he's a large dude. He is a bigger man than I thought. I felt diminutive next to the standee. I mean, I don't know. What's the site? I give you permission to I go was on say, your phone. I, <laughs> sir, may Look, I? Are you going to Chris Rock my, are you going to Will Smith my phone out of my hand? I know. I feel like it's not in vogue anymore. Yeah, or is it can't. very in vogue where I can't slap your phone out of your hands anymore? So really, you're you're screwed because if you do it, you're trend, your follower. If you do it, you're being trendy. Well, I, to be fair, I started it. That's <laughs> I don't think you started slapping people. <laughs> I don't slap you. I just slap your phone. Yeah. Well, no, I, you slapped me before, though. He's 6'5", so yeah, I would believe that that's standing. My lord. So he's got three inches on me. And, like... In height, too. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you. Um, Great. So that uh, takes the wind out of my sails for the segment, or the segment where we just kind of talk a little bit where i said like hey maybe here's the thing i watched this week i watched wedding time it's still good i like it some people don't i don't know why but what do we got going on this week we got the news of the week oh there's some news baby is there now honestly no okay <laughs> there, but th- that's not true there is some, there are some interesting stories of the week oh, we yeah, got yes there are this week in video we're not talking about the oscar thing i mean this is what got him sent to bel-air in the first place no we're not doing it okay fine we got this week in video game history, sports reports, Moon Knight. Yes, sir. We're going to talk Picard and your questions. Different one this week. Different kind of question. Oh, really? Yeah. I like that. Time codes listed down below if you want to jump around. How do you jump, know, how do you know if Chris Rock down. has been hosting the Oscars? You look for the fresh prints on his face. <laughs> Great. I'm glad you uh, read a joke on Twitter. Yep. <laughs> i know you didn't do that all right so let's just we're not talking about it because i don't care and don't really have like any great opinion of it it's like everyone's an asshole that, how that, many of the best picture um nominees did you watch 
I don't I, care about the Oscar. I don't care about awards. Well, remember we used to talk about the Oscars? Yeah, there, when I was in college and like doing like film studies and stuff, like I was like into the whole Oscars things. Now I don't care. But I don't, I don't it, care even a little. Is there really though? No one like yeah, they're angry, but in secret they're really happy. The Academy because it's people have been talking about the Oscars now for three days afterwards. And Chris Rock's ticket sales have uh, skyrocketed. Oh yeah, he sold out every show in Boston. Yeah, and basically doubling the price of tickets. Like cheapest one was like eighty five bucks. Now it's like one hundred and ninety something. That's more than double. Thanks, thank uh, you, well, mathematician. Well, you got all those extra fees. I do. I do want to see Coda now. I wasn't really sure what it was about, but now that I've, I think I kind of want to see Coda. You well, know, something after us, the end of a story. Well, no, it's child of death of adult. Child yeah. of a death of adult. But also, you- yeah, Coda is also a musical term. The end of a musical sentence. <laughs> Look, you, you might slap me. <laughs> I might. <laughs> all right but let's just dive go from there it's yeah which people could have seen that look that was a good look you know um what happened the other day that is, was a i hate you so much right now look my wife and i were out at a restaurant and i uh, i'd gone to use the bathroom you went out in public yeah i know but i was walk i was trying to find her and i was walking back to where our table was and she tapped me on the shoulder and i turned around and she started laughing she's like oh that's the face that you give everyone else <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i've seen that version of that face before which is just like what what do you want let's all right let's go from there and dive straight into the news before we get started does anyone want to get out it's time for the news hey i feel like i've earned the right to be a little annoying when you texted me as i pull into work this morning with congratulations uh i want to read it verbatim because as i was getting i was walking into will this stay in the show i work. don't think this should stay in the show this text message of just <laughs> i could see the grin on your face You're like you okay i did it an unbroken log huge accomplishment <laughs> like you've been working your entire life towards this this achievement this was was an achievement like i don't even know like how else to describe how i i just was like Hmm. I finished my smoothie and went into work. <laughs> I mean, we could only only hope to aspire to be that awesome. Hey, do you remember Falcon and the Winter Soldier? I do remember Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That was a show. Sometimes there was violence in that show. Oh, yeah? Well, Disney Plus, or I guess Disney as an entity, edited out some of the violence. Really? There was like a guy who was like all bloody and like his eyes were all kind of like open and like, I'm dying. And they replaced it with just like no blood. His eyes are closed. He's fine. And so getting impaled with a pipe, they were just and they replaced it with someone getting a pipe thrown at them, and it got kind of deflected. Oh, because I don't think they edited much violence out of Moon Knight. <laughs> well, also for a show that has a man being decapitated with a shield, they're like these are the moments that are too much. But then, yeah, like within twenty four hours, they uh, it's, it's unclear when the change happened. It was noticed within the last twenty four hours. And then Disney was like, oh, no, we accidentally uploaded the wrong version. Whoopsie daisy. It's the regular old violent ones. Don't get mad at us, especially in the same week where we changed like our ratings to have a mature mm. kind of setting, which the U.S. has not had. Other countries have like Disney after dark, but we just get like regular Disney in America because we're prudes. Yeah. But it also now has parental controls on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. I, I upped mine to mature. Yes. I, I upped mine to super immature. So I got everything. <laughs> I, I increased mine to Arrested Development. <laughs> I increased mine to Unbroken Log. <laughs> I I think I'm going to have to cut. I don't know. We'll see. You, you clearly didn't cut it. That was the issue. 
But yeah, that's a weird thing, especially in a week where they've increased their parental controls. They've also added the Netflix shows, which are more like violent and have some sexy times. Oh, there we go. They're like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We'll keep the decapitation. Take out the man with a mild amount of blood. Mm, yes. Doesn't make a lot of sense. And I also don't buy that they were like, oh, wait, no, we just uploaded the wrong thing. No, they just, it was a course correction. Yep. Ooh, our bad. Hey, for as much as we don't really talk about celebrity stuff on this show. Yes. Oscars. We're not talking about them. Ezra Miller, the Flash himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't mind bringing up every so often because he seems like a douchebag. <laughs> so you only bring up people when they're negative, when there's negative things to talk about. We're not talking about the Oscars. Okay, we're not talking about the Oscars. Ezra Miller was arrested in Hawaii. Oh, really? Uh, for being a drunken prick. Or maybe he was high. Maybe both. I mean, same thing happened to Justin Bieber, and he did fine afterwards. But he also pissed in a mop bucket, so. Uh, he was at a karaoke bar in Hawaii, was belligerent towards guests, and when one woman, like one 23-year-old was singing, ripped the microphone out of her hands, and they couldn't get him to calm down, so they had to call the cops, and he's been arrested. Was he out of there in a flash? No, I think that was the problem, is he hung around too long. Maybe no. if he left, he wouldn't have been arrested. That's a so good point. Is he like, do you know who I am? I'm the Flash. I just love to choke out girls and rip away microphones and be belligerent. Yeah, that's not a recipe for any kind of success. He's unlikable. Famous or not. He seems like a douchebag. Uh, that, that's the point of the story. What yes. a douche. What's the rest of the story? I didn't hear that part. Live update from my <laughs> wife upstairs. Um, I'll source check it. Slaps so- her back. <laughs> Your phone's gone. <laughs> Sorry. May I, May I, sir? Keep my wife's name out your mouth as we are sourcing. Hawaii couple files for a temporary restraining order against uh, Ezra Miller after his arrest. Yep. There we go. The source from the upstairs is correct. Oh, phone's gone again. Oh, wow. (laughs) I was reading to see if it was. Slaps her back. (laughs) Why are they back? I don't know. Yeah. Whoa. The document claims Miller stole some of their alleged victim's personal belongings, including social security card, wallet, passport, driver's license, and bank cards after bursting into the bedroom of the petitioner and the threatened, saying, I will bury you and your slut wife, allegedly. Okay, so more news has come out since I wrote this down. Yeah. Wow. What a douche. Wow. That's that's him speaking, not me. The Flash, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus Christ. Okay, we're moving on from that. Uh, the yeah. point of that was just to point out that he's an unlikable guy, and I think we've um, established that. Maine. Yes. we got Maine news in television style. Oh, apparently there's more. He had been staying at this couple's home. The couple bailed him out. Of, I don't know. There's some. There's a lot going on. All right, whatever. He sucks. That's the point. Yeah, clearly. Are you familiar with the book It? Yes, I am. Famed book It placed in Maine. We're in Maine. All kinds of Maine. It had a successful two-night event in the 90s, had two successful movies relatively recently. Mm-hmm. Well, HBO Max is going to be doing a prequel story. Oh, yeah? Of Pennywise the Clown. Oh, good for him. When he was a spider? Maybe he's a spider sometimes. You don't know. But it's a prequel series going back to who knows when calling tentatively Welcome to Derry. And mm. coincidentally, I am nearly complete uh, with my uh, first reread of it. I only got a small chunk left. And I was reminded the origins of Pennywise the Clown, who has a regular name, which they only say like three or four times. I forget what it is. It's like Gary. <laughs> it's like Gary. That's such a Stephen King thing. It's like Gary Brown his, or his something. His name is Gary. It's Tim. But the thing that I had forgotten, because I read this book like maybe 10 years ago and I'm doing my first reread of it. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that he just popped into prehistoric times in an interdimensional spaceship. 
Sure, make that show. Make prehistoric interdimensional spaceship. Also, there's a space turtle that we ride on isn't that through what, the cosmos. Isn't that what all of humanity's built on? Yeah, space turtle. Well, good for the space turtle. Is his name Yurtle? <laughs> no. Oh. Turtles, man. <laughs> but I'd forgotten. See <laughs> turtles, mate. I, I totally forgot that it's like, oh yeah, well, how do you get here? Interdimensional spaceship at the time of the dinosaurs. Like, yeah, sure, why not? That's a show. That's a yeah, that is a show. And then he pops up in Maine every twenty seven years under the name of Gary. So it's good to know what he's doing in between <laughs> those like that twenty seven year gap from visits. Like, what is he doing? And he, he goes to sleep. Apparently so. He makes you sad, he goes to sleep. But you could totally run with I that. I feel like, like you, I could sleep for 27 years some days. You could literally just reboot that show every season. Like, oh, it's 27 years later. What's Gary up to? <laughs> Waking up, killing some kids. Sad about it. Gonna go back to sleep. <laughs> On my interdimensional spaceship. Also, sometimes he talks to a space turtle. I mean, what's not to like? There's enough weird in there. Yeah, sure. Hmm. Why not? Yeah. I also love the title of that book. That's such a perfect title. I just love it. Just it. Yeah. It's very invocative and very simple. simple. It's great. It's such a perfect title. Also, definitely one of the best books. As I'm doing kind of my my reread of it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. This book rocks. I, I like the majority of Stephen King's stuff, but there's still ones that like hit that like upper Except echelon. Except for the part where they have the child orgy. I'm not up to there yet. It's been mentioned, but I'm not there again. Okay. I'm very close to the end of the book, and yeah, they all... um. Yeah. You haven't read this book. Shut up. No, but you've told me about it. It's <laughs> so weird. Anyway. Star Trek Brave New Worlds continues to say, hey, we're just probably going to try and do something close to the original series again. That's fine. As yesterday, they released that Cadet Uhura will be joining the Enterprise. Oh, good for the Cadet. 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 Stephen King. Boom. Yes. Bring it all around. Shut up. You don't know what I'm talking about. Nope, but I'm pretend <laughs> I did. <laughs> Yeah, sure. So now we're going to get Spock, Kirk, Uhura. Just keep on piling them on, I guess. We're Scotty? We're Scotty. Bones? <laughs> Nowhere yet. I think Bones is my favorite character from the original series. Oh, damn it, Jim. I'm a doctor, not an elevator. Was that one he ever said? Yes, it is. You could have said anything, though, and I would have believed it. I'm a doctor, not a psychiatrist. Yeah, believe it. I'm a doctor, not a Gary space clown. <sighs> You and your space clowns. What interdimensional space clowns. Like killer clowns from outer space. You ever see that movie? You know, I never ha- I'm aware of it, but I've never seen it. Oh. Well, maybe have we- you ever seen it? I have. Maybe it's a rewatch for the <laughs> Halloween month. Like I've seen some weird stuff. Like I've seen like, you know, Santa Claus versus the Martians, but <laughs> I um I remember hearing about that one. We all, there was also um, you know, Maximum Overdrive. Yes, I've we watched that. Yes. But yeah, sure. Just keep on tacking on original things. Hey, are you interested in seeing Morbius? It's out this week. Nope. Yeah, just kidding. We're not going to watch that movie for the show because I don't care and it looks bad. All right. There we go. But if you want to know all about the post credit sequences, I'm not going to spoil them here. Unlike the director, Hmm. there's two of them and he just fully spoiled them on Twitter in a Q&A. Oh, well. Like, didn't hold anything back. Like, just fully spoiled the two post credit scenes. Well, let's not do that here. Which both involve the vulture. Oh, I love me some Keaton. Yeah. So, I mean, the the I will say, I'm not going to spoil the scenes, but I will say that there was a lot of stuff in the um, promotional material showing like, oh, here's the vulture. He's not in the movie until the post credits. Like, oh, here's mm. Sam Raimi's Spider-Man in the background. And it says murder. Not in the movie. Oh, here's the Daily Bugle. And it mentions Black Cat and the Rhino. Not in the movie. Oh. So a bunch of stuff that they were like, oh, we're all connected. It all gets cut. And then there's just the vulture and two post credit scenes that are, based on what the director said, very confused. So much so that Kirby's barking. Dogs up. Yeah. Dogs. He's upset about these. He is, apparently. Yeah. But that's just wild. Like, he's not even hiding it. It just fully says what they are. 
maybe it's like, well, now I just want to go watch those. So I guess I'm going to have to go to the movie because I didn't want to go to the movie in the first place. But I'm going to go so I can see the post credit scenes. No, I still don't want to. No, I'm not. I mean, I don't want to either. It looks awful. And I don't like Jared Leto. And I don't care about Morbius. All right. There it is. <laughs> We're not going to watch that movie. We're going to watch it at some point. Just not spend a lot of money on it. I don't even know if you're going to watch it. I'm probably going to see it out of morbid Morbius curiosity. <laughs> Once it comes to Redbox. Yeah. But no way in hell I'm seeing that movie in no. theaters. <laughs> it looks terrible. And everything that's rolled in from like early reactions is also, it's terrible. So yeah, definitely not, not. not. Not what we're looking for. All right, that's it for the news. So we're going to move on from there to screaming at streaming. Ah! It's... Please don't. I'm oh, sorry. Ah! <laughs> it was a terrible noise. We're going to move on to talking about Picard episode four. So you're saying the universe created a sitcom starring two Avengers? Nope. We're screaming at streaming. So let's not waste another minute. Settle in, sharpen your pencils, and check this out. Gynan, baby. I thought I forgot this was episode four. Yeah, we're cruising right we're along. We're moving, moving right along. Yeah, Gynan. So remember how we're like, are they going to de-age her? Oh, how about just replace her? That works for me. Yeah. It's much cheaper. And But people are like, oh, but what about Time's Era when it was Whoopi Goldberg, Gynan? And- well, that was answered. I was going to yes. bring that up. Yeah. So Time's Era, Picard goes, uh, they go back to Mark Twain days and they're like, hey, look, here's a Gynan and she's friends with Mark Twain. Yeah. And Jack well, London. it was said that because uh, the Federation doesn't exist in the future, that that has not happened. That never happened for this version of God. Yeah, because it's a version of like a time paradox. Like everything has to m- happen in order for that time paradox to occur. Yeah. Uh, so we got a new guy, and uh, she's fine. I like her. Yeah, I thought she was very entertaining. I like that she had a shotgun behind the bar. Callback from the time that she had that gun from I think it was Fracas Three. Better than the time that she put up her hands like cat claws. Mm, true. She saw Q and she went. Meh. I hope she does that again. Yes. In this series, they, that, they never came back to like she had some sort of magic power. Cat claws. That was also the same episode we learned about the Borg. These are both things I read on the internet. Do not credit them as for me being observant because they're not. Okay. Apparently, there is a uh, vanity plate in front of. Uh, what will be 10 forward oh that was the episode yes. season and episode yeah season two episode one yeah which is Guinan's uh, first appearance and the other one that blew my mind do you know this one um no because I, I mean i don't know which one blew your mind so they do obviously going back in time they're doing um homages to star trek for the voyage home Oh, oh, the guy, it was the same guy who was the punk rocker on the bus. Yes, it Playing is. an updated song about, I think it was called, I Still Hate You. Yeah, same actor. I think he was a producer, what, something I, that I read, like he was a producer or something along those lines. It was but, the same actor. But who, it, well, it's still the same yeah. guy. Yeah, the same guy who was the, the punk rocker who's like flipping off Spock and Spock's giving him the Vulcan nerve pinch. Same dude. Oh, I, when that happened, I went, ha, I know him. I didn't do that. I, I laughed. I was like, yeah, no, I, I, I get that we're doing the, the Star Trek four thing. Did you notice how he looked at his shoulder after he turned it down? Like, to his, like, well, no, I didn't know that he was the same guy when I was watching it. I was just, no, but it's still the same gag. I know it's the same gag, but still, I didn't know it was the same guy. That's incredible that in the year 2024, they still have that boombox. <laughs> yeah, why not? Uh, get ready for World War Three. That's about to happen in your fictional Star Trek universe. Hell yeah. And not in real life. Let's hope not. <laughs> I thought that was wild that that was the same guy. It, yeah, I was like, this is great. No, I thought it was, a you know, things happen here. 
I think uh, Dr. Giardi and the Borg Queen, there's going to be more problems because of this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how conflict works. So I'm That's thinking, we... did I say this last week? I'm thinking the Borg Queen is Dr. Giardi. Uh, there, yeah, I could buy into that. I'm thinking that she is going to be the Borg Queen. For yeah. that was destroying the ship. Yeah, uh, no, I, I hear you. Yeah, that, that's a, I think, a very viable option at this point in time. I don't really care about the Rio story. Yeah, no, I could, you know. Like, yeah, I get it. I got you. Seven so of nine driving around. That was kind of fun. That was a cool car chase. It was a very good ch- car chase. Um, they hit on some good music cues again. You were mentioning that. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. They did have some good music cues in there. We get all the stuff at the end. I mean, this show seems to be built around like, ho, like they they love a cliffhanger in the show. I mean, Star Trek has always loved a cliffhanger. Yes. But the idea is like, hey, Laris is here. What's she doing here? Is it her, though? Because yeah. she doesn't have her, her Romulan ears or her same accent. Whatever. It's still the same lady. And yeah. then and then there's Q in some kind of a lab coat. He's just like, well, oh, no. me? Oh, well, no, not just a lab coat. It's a Europa mission, which has been more prominently visually shown. So something is going on with the Europa mission that this is all kind of heading towards a point, whether or not somebody like the Europa mission is the return to space. So does the stopping of this change it or the purpose behind it? It's it's coming to that. I mean, the Europa mission is going to play a role in this, I think. Has to. Well, since you're saying that a lot, explain. You've seen... Give context. You can't just say stuff. You got to give context to what things well, are. It's on the buses everywhere. It's on all the advertising cues wearing the Europa. Europa is the moon of Jupiter. I'm trying to remember if there was actually like a real, like, in the Star Trek canon, something about Europa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, give context. You're like, I don't know. No, but I mean, the Europa mission has been product placed everywhere on this show. Interesting that there's something called the Europa Clipper, an interplanetary mission developed by NASA comprising of an orbiter planned for launch of October 2024. Okay, great. That's a real thing. Um, how about Star Trek? I don't know. <laughs> great. Moving on. Yeah, I'm excited to see kind of like, I don't know. I just love Delancey popping up like occasionally. And I love that they're like, is Guy in the Watcher? And she's like, nah, it ain't me. I do like that they didn't drag yeah. that out too long. I like that it's not her as well. Uh, I do like that new actress. She does. I mean, there's also. I feel like there's a freedom in this, like because this is a different timeline. Like she doesn't have to be beholden to like I'm doing a Whoopi Goldberg impression because it's something separate. So she could kind of do her own thing, and I like that. So the Europa mission actually is um, in the Star Trek canon. It's a manned mission to the moon of Europa. It's the first interplanetary mission set forth by humans. Okay. So there you go. There we go. We learned some things tonight. Yep. Third time with a slap. Keep Man, slapping your phone out of your hand. You're standing up for this like Will Smith stands up for other men's girlfriends. What if I did it the other way into like... And then not, you break my screen the, and I cry? Not into the couch. Oh. All right. That's it for that. We're going to move on from there to this week in video game history. Superhero landing coming up. This week in video game history. What a week it was for video games. Tons of stuff. Yes. Tons of stuff. Sure. Let's try and make this a uh, guessing game. 1993, this Amper... Fuck, I can never say that word. Anthropomorphic? You said it wrong, too. That thing was shooting things out of a spaceship. Oh, Star Fox. It was Star Fox in 1993. I love that first game. I still put it on from time to time. I can't beat it anymore, but I used to be able to beat it when I was a kid. (laughs) You still beat it now as an adult. I I can't. I just... They have pills for that. 
you know, it was just one of those things you could commit the time to like, I'm just going to learn this. You, I just made a really two good masturbation jokes and you totally glossed over them. Mm, probably. <laughs> 2003. Yep. This GameCube game of a Nintendo mascot where things were a little bit lighter. You know, there was some cell shading and you finished the game by stabbing your enemy in the face. It's not Kingdom Hearts, is it? No. Weirdly enough, we'll be coming up later in this. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's Wind Waker. Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. Oh, okay. You're a cell-shaded Link. You're a little boy. You, you just float around on the ocean. Oh. And then you, because uh, Hyrule's been flooded, and then at the end of the game, mm. you stab Ganon straight through the face. Like, you jump up in the air and stab him through the face. As you have want to do. It's fantastic. 2004, I haven't played this game. Not going to do a guessing game. Final Fantasy Eleven happened. Okay. Well, I mean, there's always a Final Fantasy every <laughs> there's, week. There's always a Final Fantasy. There's so many Final Fantasies. I didn't play this one. At this point, I was kind of out on the series. We've talked about this. I didn't like 10, and I hated 13. There we go. 2005, Sony released their handheld system. Oh, I don't know. The PlayStation Portable. Oh, the, the PSP. Yes. Ah, I did know it. I just didn't think of it. So, uh, so with PSPs, uh, I had one, and they, they were fine, and there were some, okay, there were some good games on there, but they were going pretty well when i was working at eb games mm-hmm. but so we used to have to have on like our for a little while it was like you had to plop in the cd that just basically replayed every four hours and then eventually we got kind of like a live stream but what i would do is i would uh psps had movies they had their own line of movies so i would often like pop in like just a movie and just watch it like under kind of behind the counter where no one could see it that's smart yeah, I very specifically remember watching, like, um, Freddy versus Jason, and there's, like, you know, all these, like, topless women running around, and blood's happening, and these little kids, like, right in front of me at the counter. I was just like, uh-huh. My God, you are, like, <laughs> you are a movie character. <laughs> you were probably one of the worst retail employees ever in the history of retail. 2006, a sequel to a game you mentioned earlier came out. Oh, uh, would it be Kingdom Hearts? Two! Oh, there you go. 2007, these two characters, major corporate mascots, interacted for the very first time in this not very good sports-related game. Uh, I feel like Sonic and Mario. There we go. We're halfway there. Sonic and Mario Sports. Sonic and Mario Olympics. There we go. Second second one. Close enough. Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, 2007. Look at me go! I'm so smart! It's a terrible, terrible game. Doesn't sound like it was good. No, it wasn't. And finally, in 2011, Nintendo released a new version of this handheld in an extra dimension. Uh, it would be the Nintendo, it would be the Game Boy Advance 3D? No, it's the 3DS. Whatever. Game Boy Advance was long done by 2011. Hey, you never know. Could be some fancy advancements. My goodness. I know, I'm terrible. All right, that's it for video games. Yes. So let's turn our eyes, crank our heads. You're, uh... Show notes look a lot like uh, Time Lord's meniscus. Great. I, that's right. I have to make up a transition, don't I? Oh, I forgot one. In oh, okay. In 2014, Diablo 3 had an expansion, Reaper of Souls. Uh, Diablo 3 took forever to come out, didn't it? That was like 10 years. Ah, you and Diablo. <laughs> no one needs to know. No. Are you trying to think of a transition? <laughs> yes, I'm trying to come up with a transition. From championship contenders to maybe second round pretenders. It has nothing to do with the video games. That's uh, true. Oh, um, mm. from Mario and Sonic the Olympic Games to Olympics participants, it's time for Jared's Sports Reports. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bare tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40 yard line. It's time for another Jared's Sports Report. Sucked. That one sucked. That was, yeah, of all the bad ones <laughs> you've done, that was probably up there. 
hey, they're Olympians in this. They're, yeah, sure. All right, what do you got? Uh, Well, you've got the NFL coaches meetings are ongoing. It sounds like Bill Belichick is not going to name a specific defensive or offensive coordinator anytime, excuse me, anytime in the near future. Uh, he was quoted as saying, I really don't like titles. Of course, that may have been a quote to his now longtime girlfriend Yeah, as well. Uh, but you, you, you mean that like 20 something blonde? No, that's what Robert Kraft was dating. Or who, I should say, not what. No, no, um, Bill Belichick is, yeah, he's dating somebody. They've been dating for a while, but he keeps wearing these weird, you know, rubbery band type things on his wedding ring finger, and people keep assuming he's married. I don't know. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about rules changes in the NFL, baby. Uh, the owners have agreed in principle to change the overtime rules for the NFL in the postseason. Oh, I saw this. Guaranteeing both teams will have one possession. So now instead of if you go down and score and the game is over, if you go down uh, a touchdown, rather, if you go down and score a touchdown, you get a rebuttal. You, there's a chance for the other team. So maybe we'll see an increase of teams trying onside kicks to just get the ball back and that be it. Who knows? I don't hate it. I'm glad it's just for the postseason only and not the regular season. Uh, there was another um, amendment to the rule that was proposed that if you go down and score a touchdown your first drive and you go for two and get it, the game is over then. So... I don't know. That's a little too gimmicky to me. I'm I'm okay with them in the postseason adding another possession on. So we'll see how that all plays out, but it sounds like uh, steps moving forward there. Red Sox continue to churn away and getting ready for opening day. They're playing quite well right now. Um, let's see. Other interesting pieces or notes. Uh, the Bruins had a tough home loss this week, but they're trending in the right direction. And yeah, that's... That's about it for the sports that I can think of until we get to the Celtics. What about the Lakers? They suck. They're out of the play-in. Get out of here, you nerds. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I saw. Wow, I can't imagine that Russell Westbrook wasn't going to work with LeBron. Who could have seen that coming? I saw a Skip Bayless tweet today saying that Don't he... care about Skip Bayless. Shut the fuck up. I think it was. I don't like him. Well, nobody likes Skip Bayless except for Skip Bayless. Uh, it was comparing MJ's Wizards to LeBron's Lakers is not fair to MJ's Wizards. I would agree with that. I'm not telling the story again. No, please don't. <laughs> You've heard it. Yes. <laughs> You're aware. Yeah. I was just bringing up that sad, suppressed memory. It's not suppressed. It simmers constantly. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're so angry all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, I like that the Lakers are doing bad. Well, I mean, they're done now. Their failure brings me joy. Isn't it said to be out of the plane and it's not even April yet? I mean, they could still get back in there, but I can't tell if they're trying to tank or if they just suck. Meanwhile, LeBron is like, I'm going to listen to the Editor's Note podcast. I think they just suck. Oh, did I? Oh, I told you that. Um, speaking of sports, LeBron James is now an award-winning actor. Yes, the Razzies. <laughs> he won the Razzie for worst screen couple for any time he was dribbling against a Looney Tunes character. <laughs> uh, I'm laughing, but uh, the Razzies are relatively mean-spirited, and I don't support their uh, uh, buffoonery. Well, what about the uh, fact that the... Space Jam 2, A New Legacy, won Worst Picture at the Razzies. Yeah, checks out. It also won that for for the Eddies. It's true. It's, <laughs> that movie is racking them up, baby. We should send them a little, a little like, toilet trophy. Some, some macaroni art. Some macaroni. Is it you tried? <laughs> you suck. No, just, you tried. Uh, yeah, I, I've had an, uh, an emotional roller coaster of uh, a week. Also, you can now refer to me as Zach Bowen, meniscus expert. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm very when, versed on them now. When did you become an orthopedic surgeon? Uh, the last 48 hours. Oh, you and everybody else in New England. <laughs> Sunday happened. That's great. The Celtics are number one in the East. Amazing. They've gone back from January. They were 11th. 
on Sunday. They're top of the world. Uh, how long could you enjoy that? Uh, about half an hour. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> whoops-a-doodle. Robert Williams III, Time Lord, or as Danny Ainge wanted to try and coin him, Lob Williams, didn't stick. No, Time Lord is a way cooler name. <laughs> Tore his meniscus yeah. to a point. But here's the thing about the meniscus, coming from Zach Bowen, meniscus expert. How much time did you spend on WebMD? I, I'm very versed on the menisci. Okay. This was a tear that required surgery, mm-hmm. and you basically have uh, two options. Yes. They can either go in there and sew it together with maybe six months to beyond for a healing process, or you could shave that part away. But here's the risk that comes with shaving it away. Uh, you run the risk of uh, tearing it again, and also further in life, this is cartilage within your knee, you're going to run a higher risk of arthritis, and especially for a basketball player, and especially for a basketball player who likes to jump a lot, you are... Well, you uh, know what the, the, the role of the meniscus is in the knee. Yeah. Meniscus Please. expert. Yes, okay, so what does the meniscus do? Keeps your shit together. No, those are your tendons and ligaments. It's a shock absorber inside your knee. Yes, so you don't have the bone on bone. Yeah, so it's different than keeping your shit together. It keeps your shit from grinding on each other. Yeah, I literally just said that. So you don't have bone on bone. Yeah, but before that, you said it kept it together. For arthritis. Jesus, I just said this. You said you're an expert. I am. You're the Mona Lisa Vito of meniscuses? (laughs) Meniscus expert. So the surgery, based on his uh, timetable of return, which is now four to six weeks, which will probably put him in the second round, for a return uh, means that he had it partially shaved away. Yes. But they can go back in there and do some replacement work. Potentially. Meniscus expert over here says. Yes. So yeah, so it went from, we we reached the highs of the highs to the lows of the lows to the... Your boy Kendrick Perkins, former Celtic, said they went from championship contender to second round bow out. Perks says a lot of things. I'm just saying, he's your boy. I do like Perk, even though he has... Um, <laughs> Just insane takes. One of my favorite perk moments was from the last couple of years. Uh, he, he just hopped on the call with Mike and Scal. And they're like, oh, what have you been up to? He's like, oh, you know, I've been doing all my curls. Been curling my fork from my plate to my mouth. Oh. <laughs> wow. Somebody needs to cut your curls off. Your hair is getting worse by the day, by the way, my friend. Oh, my. I don't know, front and back mullet? It really is. (laughs) On a side profile, you've somehow managed to create both a mullet in the front and a mullet in the back, but yet strangely sparse in the middle. That's just the weight of these curls. I mean, this is... Have you finally made arrangements to get the your... On Monday. Oh, really? You didn't go where I recommended. My hair always looks fantastic after I get it cut. I trust your hair recommendations as much as I do your clothing recommendations. I've improved in that department. I don't wear as many blue checkered shirts. <laughs> and I don't own as many cargo shorts. And I don't wear Birkenstocks anymore. I wear Crocs. <laughs> so worse. <laughs> you went from a terrible shoe to a worse shoe. I don't wear Crocs as often in public. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, Celtics might be back, baby. Also, the Nets lost. So hilarious. Oh, also, oh my God, did you see the stuff with the heat? No, I did not. So they were in a timeout, and there's just this shot of Jimmy Bolt Bolter. I was combining names there. There's the shot of uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, Butler. Yes, talking to Eric Spolstra, and Spolstra's just going, "Oh, I saw I'm that." I'm not gonna fucking fight you. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then they get up, and Donis Haslam is just screaming at Jimmy Butler repeatedly, "I will beat your ass! I will beat your ass!" It sounds like there's some real good and team unity going on there. Like literally, like players are separating, like Spolstra and Jimmy Butler. They're just chirping at each other. It's just like, what is happening? That's like the night the Eagles broke up. They have on stage audio of them talking to each other. Jimmy Butler just gets along with everyone. Clearly he does. Uh, but that was hilarious. 
<laughs> just I'm not gonna fucking fight you. And then in parenthetical, because I'm an adult. We're both adults. What are you talking about? I don't know. What are they talking about? Talk about love. A <laughs> vessel of love. Which I think is the correct response if anyone's like, I'm gonna fight you. Like, no, I'm an adult. You you know that like we're we're trending downhill now as a society when Will Smith, the fresh prince, is beating the shit out of people on live TV. And now these the heat there's we're reaching a boiling point, Zach. We're reaching a boiling point. Put your hand down. I don't put you stop it. I stand by this bolster response. I'm gonna fucking fight you. Yeah, no. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, dude, yo, somebody's gonna fight me. I'm not gonna do it. Oh, that's sports. All right, we're gonna move on from there. Hey, it's a, it's another week, it's another Marvel thing. It's a wonderful night for a moon night. We got they got some tunes cracking, and we're gonna move on from there to our topic of the week: Moon Night. Indeed. All right, theme's playing. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret. I'm always angry. It's time for an editor's note podcast review. Just full spoilers on this one. It's on Disney Plus. If you want to catch it, it's there. It's it's very accessible. Yes, it is. I thought on the on the first glance of all of the first episodes of Marvel um, streaming shows, this one was the one that grabbed me. I think one of the top two that grabbed me the most. I'm like, hmm, this is really weird, and I need to know what happens next. Continue. I thought, I mean, yeah, granted, a lot of it is um, Oscar Isaac's character, Steve. Don't you take my bet. Well, no, but I mean, he, he keeps waking up confused. I'm like... What what is he waking up from? And he's tied to his bed at night. He has this whole system of taping the door and locking it and putting sand around his bed. It's just like, okay, so we're establishing that he's unstable. Very unstable. He's talking to a mime. He sets up dates that he doesn't go on. Why do I relate to this character so much? You set up do you cancel dates? Do you no, no, no. I was trying to make a self deprecating joke about like I tape my door shut, I chain myself to my bed, I put sand around it. I'm unstable. No, I thought you were saying that uh, you were canceling dates. I'm like, you are not in that position to be canceling dates. No, I'm not in any position <laughs> to cancel anything. All right, it was a joke that landed flat. No, but I, I think, I don't know. I've always also liked the like ancient Egyptology, and this is obviously relying very heavily on that Egyptian mythos. It was yeah, conchus in your head just yelling at you. Yeah. Oh, like, it's, it's the idiot again. Get out of here, you British son of a bitch. Yeah. Give me the American spy. Hey, if we know that Oscar Isaacs is good at anything, it's playing Egyptian superhero characters. Yes, who have split personalities. I was talking about X-Men Apocalypse. Also that. Do you remember that? That that was a thing that happened? It was. A movie that you were like, God, this is terrible. (laughs) With a movie where he put his hand on a TV and went, learning. (laughs) That was a great moment in that movie. (laughs) What a piece of shit. That was an actual Hollywood (laughs) scriptwriter wrote that line. Uh, no, I of all the crimes Brian Singer has committed, that is one of them. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. the, there is part of me that this also has the most movie-ish feel to it, and I'm like, well, this is 45 minutes. Yeah, it feels like it's just on the outer edge of what could be a movie, which we've talked about on the show before, and I've said, like, I like that they do the shorter six-episode series where it's just on the outside of you know, it's too long to be, it's like a movie and a half worth of material, but at movie quality. I like Ethan Hawke in this. He just pops up. He's so good in this. This has been a weirdo creep. Like, look at my weird, bad, long hair. Also, look at the fact that I put glass in my sandals and walk in them. There's some real visceral... I connect with this hair. 
Look at my bad hair. No, his hair looks much better than yours. <laughs> Your hair looks like 70s porn bush. <laughs> so a pizza slice? No, not even. It's unkempt. It looks looks like you've been out doing peyote pills in the desert for five months. It's the merkin of hairs. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you put, you have a merkin wig on your head. As I was saying, actually, what was I saying? Because I don't know. Oh, no. Ethan Hawke. The, the, some of the visceral stuff, like in the beginning when he puts his, sh- his feet in the glass-laden shoes, uh, when Oscar Isaac's character wakes up on the on the ground outside that castle and his jaw is dislocated, popping his jaw back that in. That was a gross effect. It was nasty. The, you know... When he flashes in and out and he wakes up, like comes back with a bloody hand and there's just blood and beating up people everywhere. The logs rolling through the people. The guy with the, you know, getting shot in the face after having a cupcake smushed into him. There's some real level of backwards oh, wow. driving cupcakes. Yes. Um. All right. There, there is a lot of good to be found here. I'm uh, enjoying the performance. I'm enjoying Ethan Hawke. I'm enjoying that it's not just in New York and we're getting a little bit global with this. That all being said. <laughs> 25% of this episode is just Oscar Isaacs waking up going, ha, ha, ha. Like it happens so many times. Well, I mean, he's repeated. I get it. I get that, like, he's having this, whatever you want to say, if it's like DID or if it's something else because it's just comics and, you know, medical shit doesn't really matter. But half of well, it the- is just him waking up and reacting. You're like, ha, ha. Well, there is, there is history in the Moon Knight comics of Oh, DID. tell me more. I, I read like five lines of a Wikipedia article oh, today. Good. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Who is this Moon Knight fuck? <laughs> that's all he does. He just wakes up and yells, looks around, and that's uh, more of the episode than it should be. Yeah. There's a <laughs> lot of... I think that's by design, too, to like jolt the audience back and forth. I liked when he would... I like that we haven't really... I mean, we got like a small glimpse at the end when he beats the hell out of that werewolf. <laughs> like the werewolf is trying to escape him. I thought that was funny. Yeah, so Moon Knight's first appearance in Werewolf by Night 32, a very expensive issue, because this character has a weird cult following. I've never gotten into it, really. But yeah, his first appearance is uh, fighting Werewolf by Night, compared to Werewolf by Day. I made that joke already. Their wolf. Their castle. Day wolf. Teen wolf. I went with Mel Brooks, and you went with nothing. Teen wolf. If you've never seen Teen wolf. I know Teen wolf. The fact that, well, also, he's not really that... It can't really be a werewolf when he can change into the wolf during the day and do handstands on a moving van. And dunk. Oh, yeah. He can... Yeah. <laughs> um, but the first episode was a little too like... Rah, 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 for, and it didn't... I, that happens so many times, I question if we're going to be able to pay all of this off or if it doesn't matter. It's just... For a show that's only six episodes, I was immediately feeling like... Maybe we're going a little long. Doesn't Moon Knight beat the hell out of the Avengers? I don't know. He's done a bunch of stuff. I mean, again, like I said, nothing happens in the Marvel Universe on accident. There are no one-offs to anything. I think that we've got a real interesting character, something different. It's really like the second anti-hero we have. I also, something that I cannot buy within this show, just within one episode, is they're trying to tell us, like, Oscar Isaac, he's a real nerd. I'm like, come on. Yeah, L- look at him. It doesn't matter if he's crazy. Like, he's a good-looking dude. Good-looking people can be nerds, too. They yeah, don't all have to you... look like you. <laughs> Listen to me, chinless wonder. I have a fantastic chin. It's just hiding behind this massive beard. <laughs> but you just can't convince me that people are like, Ew, Oscar Isaacs, what a nerd. 
Well, no, he had a date with that one uh, tour guide woman and totally missed that. Yeah. I mean, she was a looker, too. But I feel like, you know, I, I'm not going to fully buy, like, Oscar Isaac's unlikable nerd. Again, I think that you're also... I think you're... It's television, though. Everyone's pretty. Yeah, but you're also firing the wrong bullets at the wrong crowd. I mean, think about the people who listen to our show. They're fellow nerds like us. So what are you inferring? A bunch of... You know, our, the people who listen to the show? The uggos? <laughs> no, again, not everybody looks like you. <laughs> With your merkin hair. That is almost shoulder length in the back. Yeah, no, the back is. You made some crazy. really poor choices here with this. I, I don't. I still don't. I mean, I get this part of your personality. You just like I'm going to do this, and you're going to do it because you're like. Even when you're like, man, this hair sucks. You're like, I said I wasn't going to cut my hair until this point. I'm going to do it despite <laughs> it. So screw you, hair. Sometimes I do things just because I think they're funny. I mean, this hair is. What's a it's a good thing you're married and your wife loves you. What's a bummer about this hair is like it's not long enough where I can do it. Like it's when I cut it, it's gonna be that in between phase where it's not quite long enough to be like long, but it's like too short to do anything with. So even yeah. after all this time, I still can't like fully commit to like actually having it be like long hair. And so it's just gonna be that awkward middle phase. How much are you worried about how much gray is gonna start moving in after this haircut? Like it's you're you're approaching the age of the the influx of gray. I picked nine white hairs out of my beard today. Like, they were big, long, gnarly motherfuckers. I don't do that. Um, sometimes my wife makes me pluck my eyebrows because I got some <laughs> long ones in there. But I, I don't really worry about... I don't get grays either. I get whites. I well, no, I don't mind them, but it's like when they, 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 like, they go off on their own direction. They don't conform to the rest of the beard. I don't worry about them. Also, my beard is almost as long as your hair, so... Yeah, so other stuff happened in Moon Knight, I guess. <laughs> I'm excited to see what, what they do with your hair, by the way. Probably just cut it. They're going to look at it and be like, oh my. No, they're going to look at it and say, a blank canvas. Maybe you could get like um, like in The Rock with Sean Connery. Like when he goes in and he has his like the guy's like, what did they do to your hair? Like, I'm Bond, but I can't say that I'm Bond. Uh, well, anyway, as we were. Oh, sorry. Can I get a Nicolas Cage gif of me just shaking my hair out wearing a tank top? Sure. All right. GIF, GIF upcoming. But that was more of, um, that was Con Air. Oh man, I'm mixing up my movies. Yes, you are. <laughs> No, because he was he was the good looking nerd in The Rock. He was the chemical weapons expert. He even said he was in that movie's a nerd. Nicholas Cage is like, uh, uh, according to you, probably too pretty to be a nerd. What? Get out! No, Nicholas Cage is a strange man, and I really want to watch his new movie. Oh, they um, he just recently did this is uh, the Moon Knight segment, by the way. Yeah, but I mean, we went off on a tangent. Have you seen? Do you ever see those um, like? celebrity undercover videos on the internet like where they'll go online and answer questions about themselves as them oh yeah where it's very benign and no yeah. one says anything very mean uh no but nicholas cage just did one and i think the term caging came up have you heard about this no phenomenon i have to make sure i have it correctly uh let's see he just learned about caging as well oh yeah caging is where you just put his face on everything no i'm not aware of this. oh yeah that's a thing to bring it back to comics with nick cage yes anyway when he was voicing Spider-Man Noir and Into the Spider-Verse, you can find this on one of the special features, which, by the way, that DVD is, or the Blu-ray is packed full of shit. Like, I was working my way through that stuff for a while. There's so much in there. Mm -hmm. Like, when he was doing his voice recording, uh, they were trying to direct him a little bit here and there. I guess he just goes, do you just want me to go full cage? And they went, yes, that's exactly what we wanted. Yes. Got it. He said he loved it because he... Uh, do you want me to go full cage? He's so aware of himself. Oh, yeah. But he he loved it. he he said he loved it because he always loved those film noir with like Humphrey Bogart and 
Anywho, uh, that was Moon Knight. It's, a, I think, a little repetitive, but um, I'm excited to kind of see where it goes. Yeah, I thought there were some good action sequences. I think we could have cut they, out like five minutes. They teased us. Of- or this segment, for the, for that matter. But no, I think there's some interesting stuff there. I'm glad that they only gave us a small taste of, of Moon Knight actually fighting. It took us like the whole episode to get him turning into Moon Knight. Punching a werewolf. Yeah, and then, I don't know. I think it's going to be fun. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I, I wasn't really, just because I don't care about the character, I was like mildly interested, and I still stand mildly interested. He's going to be a better werewolf character than Morbius. Could, it could get better. Yes. Uh, all right, we're going to move on from there. A special edition, apparently. No, not that special. It's just a different kind of question. Oh, okay. We're going to move on from there to letters to the editors. All the questions, number one. Damn few answers. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. Make it so. If you want to ask us your own questions, you can. Stop touching the recording phone. Sorry. Mm-hmm. If you want to ask us your own questions, you can. You can send those emails into editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. Ask us thoughts. Ask us for questions. our thoughts. Questions. Questions. What do, you, what do you want? What do you want to know? We'll answer it. Include. It's usually pop culture related, but this one strays, and I went. Oh, all right. <laughs> That's kind of how that went. All right. Well, then you uh, you have my curiosity. Um, I'm paraphrasing, as typical. I, I usually do. Have you ever had a supernatural experience, and do you believe in ghosts? I'll let you go first. I don't know. Oh, your answer is longer than mine. Mine goes, nope. Moving on. Uh, I mean, I've had those times where I'm just like kind of sitting alone and like the hair on the back of my neck stands up and I feel kind of weird. Like there's something like we like a different presence going on. I think there's some weird stuff out there that, you know, nobody can explain. And You're, you're much more um, kind to this than I am. Well, I mean, why why you're you're blunt? No. I guess because I've never seen anything remotely supernatural or ghostly or aliens or any of that bullshit. And I think that if it... if You don't it, believe in aliens? Do I believe that there is other life in the universe? Absolutely. Yes. Even though the, like the, the government like released those weird UFO things like, what, a year or two ago? I think there is a logical explanation. Do I think that there is intelligent life that is like probing our planet and anuses? No. No, I don't think there's like little green men from Mars. No, but there's got to be life elsewhere in the universe. It's that quote from the movie Contact. Be an awfully big waste of space. Jesus, what a weird pull. Contact. Yeah, but I mean, there's also you've got to th- that other. You got to understand the Fermi paradox though too. When it comes Contact's, to like life elsewhere, Contact's the one with all the old people, right? No, Contact is the one. Uh, it was based on the Carl Sagan book. Which one has the old people? We've had the conversation like a year ago, and I mixed them up. The old people? Yeah, it's like the old. There's aliens, and then the old people get like horny. That's not Contact. No, it's not Contact. Contact is the one where they find they point the radio telescope at Vega, and they get the signal, and the signal is a video transmission of Hitler opening the Berlin Games, but they find the schematics for a interdimensional machine that transports people across space. Right in. Which one had the horny old people? Which alien movie had horny old people? Oh, yeah. Google that. Decoys? No. Dr. Alien? Tommyknockers? No. District 9? No. No. Cocoon? Cocoon! That's what I'm thinking of. Wow. Wilford Brimley's Cocoon. Yeah, like one of the old men gets like in the shower with his wife. He's like, hey, little girl, like, are you interested in a lollipop? Is it really that movie? That movie, that line. With Wilford Brimley? That, yeah, that's the one. That movie scarred me because of that line. You know who directed it? I don't remember. Ron Howard. Hmm. Weird. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't believe in ghosts and I've never seen anything. All right, that's fine. 
and I've talked to people who like will lay out for me like I like I, they believe in like Bigfoot or they believe in ghosts and they'll go on these long diatribes and they're those kind of conversations that I have where I'm not like actually engaging with it. I'm just kind of like nodding politely and like smiling and being like, when is this insanity going to end? <laughs> like, please stop talking about this. Yeah. Um, I was trying to find. Well, I get, I'm sorry you didn't have a supernatural experience to add to this conversation. Sorry, I, I didn't. No, I was, trying, I was trying to think of the quote from. It was, it was either Ghostbusters or Ghostbusters Two, where he's like, where um, Bankman is like, you know, there's weird, you know, weird stuff happens. Who are you gonna call? Like, I'm trying. I was trying to find the whole monologue for that. Yeah. And I was gonna start saying that and That's just see if you're gonna, one. Let's see if you're gonna pick up on it. Well, I also identified the movie for you. So. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> Uh, no, my answer is um, a, a pretty emphatic no. I have no reason to think otherwise. I don't know. I, I n- n- nothing like this happened. It's like, oh, what, this is a weird coincidence, or oh, this is a weird spectral thing. Or no, my answer is. Uh, You've never seen like a mist or a vapor. I've seen mist. There's no no. Are you troubled by strange noises in your attic? I'm not doing this. Are you afraid of things that go bump in the night? That was a different monologue. But no, we I thought, believe. No, you. I think the one that was I was talking about was a Ghostbusters two when he's. In the courtroom. Oh, with the Scolari brothers. Uh, yeah. But anyway, I, I don't know. I think there's some weird things that we just can't explain that we just have to deal with. Well, this conversation was flatter than I was hoping, so we're going to just wrap this what you, shit up. Oh, were you going to like, you, were you hoping that I like was a firm believer in that and you were going to ridicule me for 20 minutes? Yes. That's what I was hoping. Well, I'm s- <laughs> maybe you'd be better off believing in ghosts. <laughs> you might have more luck that way. All right, well, if you enjoyed the show, go to patreon.com slash editorsnotecomics, where a dollar a month gets you the show the day we record it, plus access to some cool stuff behind the paywall. And you also can uh, contact us at editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. Send us some more um, thought-provoking and deep discussion-having questions like, how can I get Zach to get Jared to give an answer that Zach's going to predict and then shit on Jared for 20 minutes of the show? That's all I ask. It's a big ask. I've gotten better. I just I didn't take your bait. I just want a softball thrown up to me. You were genuinely <laughs> confused that I didn't answer a way that you thought I was going to answer. I don't know what you were going to say, but, no. I was, but I was hopeful. No, I think that there is intelligent life out uh, there. Is there is there has been and there will be intelligent life across the universe. The problem is the universe is so damn big and it's so damn old that we're never going to find it. That's the Fermi paradox. Well, deep deep thoughts with you. Yes. There's also, I think it was the deep dark forest theory, like maybe we don't want to find aliens because if we can find aliens, they're going to be massively more technologically advanced than us. And that's bad news. It's like if you're in the jungle in the night and you feel like you're the apex predator of what you are, but if you move around, you might find a bigger apex predator. I would totally not believe that. Like, let's say there is other intelligent life in the universe. If we find them, we're probably more advanced. Yes. So I don't know. But maybe we've already found them. Maybe they've already been here. Maybe Area 51 really was a thing. Maybe it's an octopus. Does that make you happy? They seem to be from space. All right. Anyway, maybe you'll go find a space turtle. I could. Maybe Stephen King is an alien. Maybe Men in Black is really real. Maybe there are aliens that are among us, and that's why we have all this cool shit we have today. And we live in a marble? Sure. In a a train locker in an international spaceport. But anyway, if you're still with us, you can also uh, please rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. And you can find Zach... On social media, on uh, it's Twitter. It's just Twitter. Twitter. It's just Twitter these days. Editors no comics. And Dee do. And you're at Junior Rich doing a junior thing. I don't know. What I haven't tweeted in a while. Well, then you're not increasing your uh, SEO. Oh, actually, no. I did have a couple of tweets. 
Great. Were you drunk? Uh, no, I was in shock the fact that Will Smith slapped the shit out of Chris Rock. Okay, great. Uh, we're not I, talking about that. I posted the gif. I was like, Will Smith at the after party posted the gif of him at the end of Fresh Prince where he's looking around the empty room like, where is everybody? That was wrong. He was dancing to getting jiggy with it later that night. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na. All right. That's it for well, this week. You didn't sing the lyric. Getting jiggy with it. There you go. What's next week? Ah, Moon Knight stuff, probably. Mm, that sounds exciting. I want yeah. more Moon Knight. We're going to learn some things together. Okay. I like learning. All right. We'll be back next week. Learning. <laughs> Jesus.